When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Star Wars Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James, and I'm Joseph. I'm David. And yeah, so this week, uh, some pretty cool, like something really cool happened. But before we get started, do you want to go ahead and ask that question, like whether or not we should do... The spoilers like yeah i was kind of wondering um how does the audience feel about us talking about spoilers that leak during the week because i know we had like a whole bunch of pictures show up yeah and in the past i know we've kind of given spoiler alerts on the podcast mm-hmm. but how do you feel <laughs> if we just freely talk about spoilers i know a lot of people there's there's a big segment out there that don't want to hear about stuff want to go in totally not knowing anything into the film, so I just want to know. Just send us an email, Star Wars Stuff Podcast at gmail dot com. Yes, let us know or comment, yay or nay, the, on the yeah. YouTube video as well if you want to hear. Because yeah, there's even some like spoilers that you that you say that I don't want to hear, David, because <laughs> uh, I'm afraid like what, what what's going to happen when you tell me. But um, so yeah, as he said, this week we did get some some pictures, some some leaked set pictures from Episode Nine. And if y'all haven't seen them, go just type in leaked photos and you'll see them. They're there everywhere. Every, everybody was posting it all over the place on Instagram and everything. Well, there's not like a million pictures to choose from either. There was, what, about seven or eight yeah, pictures there's like, Yeah, together, there was a few of them. And a few of them were actually zoomed in, so they're like just like extra extra uh, pictures. So, yeah. so what was y'all's thoughts about those pictures? What, what did y'all think about those pictures? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> let's just get in here. I mean, I don't think it's spoiler alert. Well, let's talk were... about some like news, though, beforehand. Before All right, so watch out. All right, so what's, what news do we got? What news do we got? So there's new casting news. Dominic Monaghan. Oh, yes. Yes, that is amazing. Okay, honest question. Do you think he's actually going to have like a big part, or is he just going to be... Like there, you know what I mean? Like, is he is he actually gonna have like a big, big, important speaking part, or is he just gonna be like a first order commander on deck? You know what I mean? Like, what are y'all? What's y'all's thought about it? I think he's gonna have a big part for being cast this late in the game. It feels like it's not gonna be a huge role, but he might have some influence that we otherwise would not have gotten unless we casted someone like him. I mean, okay, he's, I he's, he's been in the Lord of the Rings. He was yes. Mary. I mean, I think he's he one of the, probably, he was my favorite Hobbit out of all of us. Yes. Yeah, and he might play kind of that same type of role as Marion. Like a mischievous. Yeah, like... yeah, not a huge role, but right. I mean, he's there, you know. I see. Okay, what, what's your opinion? Um, like, I think what? he'll probably wind up playing a role um, of similar size to what Benicio played in Oh, okay, Last I see what Jedi. you're saying. I think uh, he's going to be bigger than that. You think he's going to be bigger yeah. than Benicio? See, yeah. To me, it feels, it feels like that cast. Because Benicio, when they said that he was cast, I was like... Holy cow, that's amazing! But oh, he, yeah. you know, he's more of an uh, ancillary character at the end of the day. Yeah, like he's he's important to the plot, obviously. But man, for an actor of that caliber, it's not the biggest not role the biggest in the, role for in him, the cast, yeah. for sure. Considering he he gave up uh, Darth Maul. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's what's crazy. Um, so my my opinion about him being cast is I don't think he's gonna be as big a character as we hope he's gonna be in this movie because of the fact he was cast late in the game. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a role that they had written. Either and I'm 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 seriously thinking it's first order somebody in the first order they needed a, they needed a character there and he's probably just gonna be like there standing next to Hux for something he'll say a couple of lines then we're never gonna see him again I think that's all that's gonna happen with him that's just my opinion I mean because if he was if he was an important character he would have been announced with the main cast when they did announce the cast that's yeah. just my well I not necessarily I mean JJ could have had the shooting schedule where they're shooting for the the cast that they already have and then he was just kind of looking 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 and finally he just stopped on Dominic Monaghan who yeah. he has a connection with cuz he was on Lost he, he, right. so yeah. he was a producer on that and I know personally uh, from being a big fan of Lord of the Rings he is a big Star Wars fan awesome very big Star Wars fan <laughs> so yeah he mentions Star Wars every time they do any type of like bio interview with him <laughs> I wonder if that's his way of like yeah. saying like hey if there's ever any future Star Wars movies I mean that's uh, if yeah. I was a famous human being that every time anyone interviewed me for anything I'd mention my love of Star Wars because eventually it's going to get out <laughs> they'll be I'm like be, I'll be a cl- I'll be a stormtrooper yeah. I'll be a clone trooper whatever you need me to be I'll be there what if they do that to him what if they just have him be like a stormtrooper well like you know what I mean what if that, yeah, what if that I, I, don't I don't think, think in this case no. <laughs> maybe with a, like a Daniel Craig or Tom yeah, Hardy, yeah, but yeah. not with like Dominic like Monaghan yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see though I mean I mean y'all y'all are probably 100% correct y'all see, are but for me I don't see him as being anyone big I see him we're going to see him in the set, and then he's just going to disappear. We're going to be like, oh, okay, there, that was his. But y'all probably are right, though. He will have a big, big part in this thing. See, I don't I don't see him as a First Order guy. I see him as a uh, uh, resistance, resistance guy. guy. Yeah. And I see Kerry Russell more for, uh, First Order than, Ooh, than anything. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that, too. I don't know why. I, I, I never even like figured like where she would be in the movie. You know what I mean? Like I'm just... I want to be surprised with Carrie Russell because I have no idea. Like, I, yeah, I have no I idea mean, what she could be. She could be either one, and I'd be happy. As so. soon as we see an ad, we're gonna know, obviously. But they're probably gonna keep. I, I think they're gonna keep her a secret. Same as Dominic, they're gonna keep him like they're gonna keep him a secret. I don't think we're gonna see anything of until like close to the movie comes out. Right. They release like the the photos. Like, oh, there he is. There he is. So that was a pretty cool casting. Well, DJ choice. wasn't in any of the ads. Not in any. Uh, he was in was the. He, he was in like, photos and like. Yeah, Empire in, Magazine. Yeah, but he wasn't in any of the. They a few of the TV spots closer to the movie coming out. He they did show his face finally. Like they showed a scene, the scene where he's wearing the um, the Imperial. Like, oh, yeah. like that. That was like the first time we saw him, which made everybody think, "Oh my gosh, he's in, he's in the Empire and blah 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 blah." First order. First order. Ah, They're he's different. in the first order. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So we'll see. That was pretty exciting news. What else happened? Oh, we found out. Yeah, what you got? Yeah, the thing that kind of blew me away, and I was like, "What in the world?" is is the fact that they said that um, Chewbacca shot a lot, like a majority of his scenes for Episode Nine on the solo set. Yes, it's like what? I I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that yeah. either. I thought I didn't think the script was even done for Nine when they were filming because they were filming those scenes like what like. Well, he turned the script in for nine the day Last Jedi came out, didn't he? Was it that, or did he have the pitch for? I thought it was the script was turned into Disney the day the Last Jedi came out. Hmm. There was some like timing thing, yeah. I can't really remember actually. But, but all I know is, is it, it the script was done a long time ago, yeah. right? So, which means, yeah, which he was filming his stuff back in what, like. 
October, November. Yeah. Like he was he was already filming all his stuff already. So my question is, were Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, like all were they all there as well, or was it just all strictly Chewbacca? I don't stuff think so. I think it was just Chewbacca in the cockpit, and I don't know if. They brought Billy D in or shot stuff with like well, Mike Quinn as Neenum or Well, I heard um the reasoning was was because they didn't know whether or not Billy D. Williams was actually gonna be in the movie. They didn't mm-hmm. know whether or not he could do it. And now that since he was announced, since he could be in the movie, they're like, Okay, now we gotta get those scenes that we really wanted to do that we had to hold off on. All so right. that's what I hear is what those shots are is him coming in just to fill in for those few scenes with Orlando. So that means all his cause when did they start production again? August was that first? Or? Yeah, first. Yeah. So he was done with everything already, like right. like a week ago, pretty much. Right. And then he I had mean, to cancel we... a con appearance yes. so that he could shoot more footage. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that you would think. I mean, they told him, "Yeah, you're done. You can do whatever you want now." And then they came back and said, "No, no, no, you're not done." Yeah. So that to me, I don't like the fact that we're not going to get as much Chewy as. I, I was anticipating it feels like unless they're just gonna totally green screen a lot of stuff and comp in a lot of people if well, they, they could decide have, to they could have shot a lot of his reactions to things without anybody else on the set mm-hmm. I mean that's what most you most know, movies big do. Hollywood productions do I mean yeah and I could... stuff where you're just like oh you know what I mean and it's not like he's got a lot of talking lines <laughs> so um... yeah but I just like Chewy to be there no I agree <laughs> But, I don't want him as set dressing, but I want him to be like there as the muscle, you know. Yeah, and I, I, feel you. I think I, feel you. I think we were envisioning him having a bit more of a storyline in this in this flick than the first two, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, then you hear this news and you're like, but wait, did they not do that again? Did they yeah. just did they last Jedi him? Did, did they force a, Force Awakens? He had more than he did. Was, and the last nice. Jedi, they were just kind of like, he's there, but he's not really there. And they give him his big moment at the end, which was amazing. But then it's like, man, I want more Chewie because Chewie's like, if you think about it, he's like the last. Oops, sorry, didn't mean to do that. He's like the last like main main person. Now. He's the last Wookiee. He's the last Wookiee. Come <laughs> on, man. And so yeah, I was I was a little sad too, thinking did they not film an, a lot of stuff with him, or did the the stuff that he filmed with solo was that like just mind blowing you know space battles that he was doing already by himself like they're gonna be doing a lot of things in in the millennium falcon so i don't know what if a lot of his story is told through flashbacks ah man are we gonna okay so okay i was gonna say are they they really gonna do these flashbacks in episode nine i mean that's what everyone's kind of thinking i mean that's my hope that's yeah i think we're all hoping that they do that but then it's gonna be kind of weird that they do that in a Star Wars movie, but then again, Rebels did it. And yeah, it, it worked. And I watched. I went back and watched that sequence last night with Rebels with Ezra. The time Ezra walking through the time. So and it it gave me chills. Cause it was like this is amazing. So yeah, so Chewie's gonna be filming more scenes with Lando. So there will be scenes with Lando and Chewie, which I'm glad they're gonna do that. Chewbacca. Chew what? Wasn't it says Bacca right instead of Baca. Chewbacca, <laughs> how you doing, Chewbacca? He just says everybody's name wrong on purpose. I think, yeah, I think, I think Billy D. Williams said everyone's name wrong, and they're like, ah, it's okay. Yeah, that, that's canon. <laughs> what other news did well, we yeah, get? It is canon. What other news did we get this week? Uh, I know uh, Kalamiri Tran uh, kind of gave us a response. Oh yes, yes. The back and she actually answer, confirmed yeah. that yeah, she did leave because of the harassment, and I didn't think she was ever going to speak about it again or ever give us a confirmation, but. Mm-hmm. Because I was kind of wondering, maybe, I mean, she just quit because she just quit. Yeah. No, I thought, but, like, the message that she put out was very empowering. I wish I had it prepared, but it was very... It was was incredible. It was incredible. I was like, 
Yeah, and then Mark Hamill's response to it was like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This lady is impressive. Yeah, I had no idea her real name was Loanne. I had no idea either. Well, yeah, SAG does weird stuff with names. Yeah. And um, I'm glad she she's like stepping up and saying hey not stepping up but like just standing you know putting her foot down it's like hey this is this is what this is why i did it and you know y'all aren't gonna see the last of me and i was like yes thank you so much Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to her i mean i I was looking forward to her already i loved her in episode eight a lot of people didn't like her in episode eight, but i loved her in episode (laughs) i thought she was fantastic in episode eight so i'm looking forward to her in nine yeah her acting performance is really good for this being like her first thing yeah i was impressed i was like wow she seems like a seasoned actress so her performance didn't take me out at all. No, I was I was on board. The moment she, she I was like, <gasps> like I gasped when I saw her because I remember they, they she was at celebration. They showed her picture and I was like, oh, this is this is gonna be a cool character. And then she was on the cover of Vanity Fair. I didn't. Did you hear what she said about Vanity Fair? Like she was the first like Asian woman to be on Vanity mm-hmm. Fair hit in history. And I was like, that's incredible. That's amazing. I'm glad. That's that's an awesome thing. Yeah. And then I saw her in Vanity Fair. And then the movie started and then she was there and I was like, oh, this is cool, man. I like her a lot. <laughs> Well, the moment you see her, too, is just so powerful with her holding the necklace and mm-hmm. sitting by herself and pretending like she's okay when she's so obviously not okay. It's And then she, does, and then she like, fangirls over John Boyega. You know, <laughs> yeah. Finn, I, lo- I loved that. I laughed so hard at that. He was like, may the force be with you. She's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great, because that's what I would probably say. Like, cool. You really said that. So, um, and then Hayden Christensen also, like, spoke... You know, he he gave her praise for that and said, "Don't listen to, don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to what everybody, what everybody's saying." Because he got a lot of, he got a ton of backlash yeah. because of Anakin, because people didn't think that was what Anakin should have been. Um, which we can have a whole podcast about about that. I mean, because that's a whole other topic <laughs> about what Anakin Skywalker should have been and what we did get. I mean, unless you want to talk about it now, but we can talk about it later. <laughs> it's up to you, though. It's up to me. Yeah, Joseph's at it. Joseph, Actually, I am good with that. That is your decision. So, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> no pressure, David. No pressure, David. Well, I was actually thinking about what, the events that happened today, and uh, I know it's kind of tangential from because I was I immediately thought about celebration because there was a mass shooting today. In Jacksonville, Florida. I don't know if you guys heard of it. No, I didn't um, hear about this. There was a uh, Madden tournament. And um, uh, at a Madden tournament? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Madden, like two guys, there's video of two guys playing, and there's it, it's like a qualifying round in Jacksonville, Florida, at like a uh, like an outside area kind of mall mm-hmm. complex. It's called Jacksonville Landing. And um, I woke up today to that, and I was like, wow, I mean, that's that's crazy. Another mass shooting. I think four people were confirmed dead. Oh my goodness. And like 11 were injured. But, I mean, that just got me thinking. For some reason, like, celebration popped into my head. I mean, it's like, I hope there's adequate security. Because when I went in 2015, security was so lax. I was getting in there without my badge. <laughs> they weren't even looking at my badge. But in Orlando, it was way heavier. Yeah, yeah they, uh... I was very surprised in Orlando that it was so hardcore. But I think because there was more celebrities and stuff walking right. around. And Ryan Johnson was there. and Yeah, so... Yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to them. Yes, very much. But yes, uh, yes. yeah, it happened this morning. That's that's terrible. Yeah, that's awful. What does it have to do with Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. But I know, that, I know that, that, that makes me sound heartless, but yeah, that was just something that was on my mind, and I just wanted to kind of talk about it because it's. 
I mean, these yeah. big gatherings of people, and I know all the stuff that happens like on the south side of Chicago. Yeah, and we're gonna be there. I mean, we're gonna have to go through that area. Yeah, to get a, celebration. Well, it's crazy. I've been to. I haven't been to Star Wars Celebration, but I've been to two WrestleManias mm-hmm. where yeah. I basically just walked through the gates. Like there was no, no security. Yeah. I mean, there was a security checkpoint where they, you know, did you up and down with the metal detectors, but. You know, I I saw many people just go around it, and it's you know there's millions of people there. Right. Yeah. So I I told y'all the story. I mean, I told you the story about when I went to Celebration and they did the metal the right. metal wand. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what happened, but when he when the lady she did the wand in the front, nothing happened. She went behind me, and right when she got to my behind, if you may, the alarm went off. And they gave me the weirdest look, <laughs> and I started laughing. I turned, I was like, "What?" And the, she goes, "What are you hiding?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, Where are you hiding?" Like, it? I was like, "Why?" And it was, it, I was so and like, there's people standing around, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So yeah, the security there. I mean, you told me like you got into uh, Anaheim, like no problem. Yeah. Man. But at Florida, man, they they had this, they had the the metal detectors. They they had the wands there. They was it was it was pretty uh, it was pretty intense there at. Right. at uh, Orlando, so I'm hoping, yeah, now hopefully they beef it up again in Chicago. Right. And I got in, my, my buddy, he won VIP tickets to a Spurs game, and I went with him, and we went through the VIP entrance, and I always carry a knife on me, and I have a Swiss Army knife on my keychain, and we got to the gate, and I was like, ah, I still have it on me, I didn't take it off. So I had, I had my knife, I had my Swiss Army knife, and it got to the point where they're like, okay, put everything into your hands, reach out, let me wand you. So they wanded me, didn't beep, and I got through. So I was in there with two knives, and we got to like get up close to the players. Like I saw a couple players, like if I was a nut, I mean. Jeez, yeah. man. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's, it's not that complicated, but hopefully they, that was just something that was on my mind. I wanted to talk about the security but I'm pretty sure it's going to be like totally beefed up. Yes, it's, yeah, for sure. I, I think after today, I, you know, sadly, I think after today yeah. they're going to beef it up because there's going to be so many people there. They got to, they're going to have to just keep everybody controlled in there. And how many people do you expect are going to be at Celebration this year? Well, they, they haven't released the the amount of tickets they've sold. They mm-hmm. haven't released attendance. They haven't. I don't even think we've ever learned how many people attended Orlando or. There the last was Anaheim Con. There was the rumor that it was like close to nine, eight or nine thousand were at Florida. That was like the number I it kept. It seemed like hearing. a whole lot more than it that. It seemed like so much more. There than were that. so many more people at Orlando compared to Anaheim. It was just nuts because at some points you were like almost like shoulder to shoulder. Oh yeah, with some people, and it got really, really thick, and everyone was kind of spreading out. Even though that convention center is so huge, it was yeah. Even but the thing was, was you know the the the, the show floor, everything was together. Everything was so tight, you know, packed in together that there was a I forget what event it was. Oh, we were waiting to get the the passes so we can pick up Thrawn because I was gonna get Thrawn for you. Yeah, like, that was the whole thing. I gotta get Thrawn for Joseph. You can get the you can get the passes to to get Thrawn, and the line like stretched all the way through, and like other vendors there were telling. 
people hey you're in the you're like in the way of my business y'all have to leave and there was so many yeah. people just in one area to where i was like ah, it's not worth it let's get out of here <laughs> this is crazy and yeah there's a ton of people there yeah i agree it did feel like more than nine thousand. it felt like nine hundred thousand. nine yeah if <laughs> it definitely felt more than nine thousand. i'm assuming yeah it was it was ridiculous it was ridiculous and then apparently yeah the, the biggest the biggest convention center in the united states they sold out in like three days two and a half Not days even, yeah yeah so i mean we don't know how many seats i mean seats yeah how many people are going to be there so hopefully the security is good and hopefully we can enjoy it yeah and the friday single night passes just sold out this last oh my week too. gosh I wonder so if, if you're going to try and go to celebration if you don't have your tickets by now it's maybe just sunday it's not going to happen yeah you're, you're going to have to either wait and just go on a day that you really don't want to. And, 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 and we'll go yeah. each day. We're, I mean, we're going to be there each day. We're going to record. We're going to, I think, we'll even interview people while we're there. And we'll upload it onto our podcast platforms and on YouTube so people can see, like, what's happening. And, and how handsome uh, we are. And how handsome we really are <laughs> in person. I know on YouTube it doesn't do us justice, but in person, forget about it. But, um, <laughs> so... Um, what else? What else happened? Uh, do we did we want to do this Anakin Skywalker thing, or did you have something else you wanted to talk about? We can do the Anakin Skywalker thing. Okay. What, what was the original? Question? The original question was 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 Anakin? <laughs> did Hayden Christensen perform Anakin Skywalker um, perfectly the way it was written, or was it just awful and it should never be looked at in, in cinematic? you know, history. Like people should just ignore the prequels a hundred percent because of that performance. Like what do you how do you feel Hayden Christensen did? My stance really hasn't changed on Hayden Christensen. I knew he had been in a couple of films that were really, really good. His acting performances were really, really good. And I really enjoyed Life as a House. That was the film right before episode two. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was gonna knock it out of the park, but I don't think it was I think it's a combination of him. I think he did as much as he probably could with the material mm-hmm. and the directing. But I mean, as far as casting, I think I think it was fine. I mean, he, he, it was just George Lucas. I think as far as directing and his writing, yeah, I think it's what determined what was the final product that we got on screen. I, I think we're of a similar opinion there because he's they had all of the tools to have, you know, episode two and three just be phenomenal mm-hmm. um you know you've got Hugh mcgregor and natalie portman both oscar caliber actors mm-hmm. Hayden christensen who's not a bad actor i i'm gonna be honest all i've really seen him in is the prequels um because <laughs> i've never heard of life as a house before you literally said it right now um <laughs> but uh you know you can see the seed of a good actor in in right. there but mm-hmm. i think he was he was bogged down by a script that was subpar especially in episode two um, and then a director who <laughs> who didn't know how to direct what he had in his head, if that makes any sense. Um, I, I listened to a, a, a film podcast, not not yours, unfortunately, but one of the I mean, it is yours. I do listen to Sotek Cinephiles. Yes, um, thank you, thank you. But uh, <laughs> every Monday, every um, Monday, yes, look it up. Listen to us first, and then Sotek. Yes, Cinephiles. that's the way it should go. Um, but. Uh, where they they say that the job of the director is to get the best performance out of their actors. That's literally the only job the director has, is to get their actors to perform. I wouldn't say the only job. It's but the, one most of the most important, important yeah. jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I just I think he failed at that. He's got two Oscar caliber talents and 
Hayden Christensen, who if I have a feeling if he works with the right director, could do an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. And it just it just doesn't hit. No. He was too focused on special effects and you know changing the game in that that demeanor, which he did. Episode mm-hmm. two is got a lot of CGI in it, <laughs> um, and it and it paved the way for stuff like Avatar and you know some of the movies that we're seeing now with you know the the Marvel universe, which is like fifty to sixty to seventy percent CG. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't focus on the actors enough, in my opinion. He figured they got it. They're actors. They know what they're doing. <laughs> well, I, I like to think of Lucas as a genius a lot of the time. I like to think of him as he did it for a purpose. And I, I kind of look at it thinking, okay, he, he wrote it this way. He 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 made sure Hayden Christensen did that performance exactly like that for a reason. And so my, my whole thinking is, what was the reason behind it? And there's and a lot of people can really delve into the character of Anakin Skywalker, what he's been through, um, when he you know how he was taken away from his parents, from his mother when he right. was very young. He gets thrown into this this world that he has no idea about, and he wants to go and save his mother. That's all that's on his mind. And so he is, yeah, he is going to be kind of whiny. He is going to be kind of awkward because he's I don't know half of first half of his life was like this, and now the rest of his life is like this. And he's like, hey, I want to go see my mother. And they're like, you can't. Uh, you're done. You know, all this other stuff. So, yeah, I can kind of see why he had to perform that way in a, in a certain way. Um, but at the same time, like, I, was, I wasn't too crazy about it. But then back in my mind, I can kind of understand what George Lucas was going for with Anakin. And why a lot of people, and I can also understand why a lot of people didn't like it. Like, that's <laughs> not what they thought Anakin Skywalker should be. They thought Anakin Skywalker should just be this macho strong guy and you know just has like all the right things to say and he's he's angry all the time people are afraid of him and but instead he didn't get that really yeah, he's a hero of the clone wars yeah. essentially by the time episode three rolls around yeah he's done nothing but good in good. the universe yeah, exactly. but he's got this dark layer underneath him um actually in episode two it wasn't really the whining that irritated me so much. It's that love story that they just... They have to get it out so that Luke and Leia exist. I get it. But it just it just doesn't work on any level whatsoever. I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, well, I think I already kind of said what I thought about it. <laughs> but to me, I, I heard recently... I knew about this in the past, how close Leonardo DiCaprio was to playing that role. Yeah. And... I initially understood it was he actually didn't make the cut, but someone was trying to say that he did make the cut and he he was asked to do it and he just denied it. I mean, he just said, I'm not going to do it. Gosh. So he was really this close. But I mean, it seems like the legend just becomes bigger and bigger right. and more yeah, inflated yeah. over time. But but then I, I heard ultimately it was George Lucas was like Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker. Like he saw him and said, this is my yeah. Anakin Skywalker. Um and, uh, well, they could also so genius or not. He also thought audiences everywhere were gonna love Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying he made a casting mistake with with Hayden Christensen because I think Hayden did the job that he could do with the director he was working with and the script he was working mm-hmm. with. But I think George Lucas didn't read his audience right um, and created what he wanted to see on the screen. If that makes any sense. Well, but then you, that's a whole other like 
do you do you give the audience what they want or do you tell the story that you wanted to right. tell? Right, that's, that's right. right. Jump and so. so and so for me, the same argument with the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. where a lot of people are like, "Well, that's not what I wanted to see," but Ryan Johnson told his story. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think he told it pretty well. He in told my it opinion. very well. Yes. You think George Lucas's advice to Ryan Johnson was do what you want? <laughs> I, I do. I, I can see I him saying that exactly. I, I think his I think his advice was tell the story you want and don't back away from it because George Lucas ultimately had to back away from his plot. Right. You know, and I, I I go back and I look at the merchandise for episode one. I was even playing like watching gameplay of the first like Star Wars episode one PlayStation video game, which was god awful. The graphics were terrible. <laughs> uh, it was just a really rushed out game that they wanted to get out there. And there's a part there's a lot of parts there where they're talking about Jar Jar, like where's Jar Jar? Uh, what happened to J-? and I was like, man, he put a lot of emphasis on Jar Jar for a reason. Like they they poured m- like millions into that character mm-hmm. for a reason. The movie came out and they hated him and he completely just rewrote Jar Jar from then on. So my whole thinking is what was Jar Jar originally? I know there's that whole theory where he was the Sith Lord the whole time. I don't think that's true. I think Jar Jar, there was actually a bigger purpose for Jar Jar that was supposed to happen that didn't happen ultimately. And I, I'm just amazed at the emphasis they put on him. Like when you watch the making of, you know, the, if you ever see the, the Phantom Menace, they have that beautiful documentary about the making of that movie. And they have like m- years before the movie even came out, they had a puppet of him already trying to figure out his movements. Like they were like really working on him. Was it because of the visual effects they wanted to master? And that's why he spent so much time on him. Or was it because there was a bigger story to Jar Jar that we never saw? I mean, we'll never know. Ultimately, yeah. I mean, I mean, what was your opinion of like, like Jar Jar was this big character, and then the next time we see him, he's just this little guy. I mean, ultimately, he did give you know the Emperor his his powers. Like that, I mean, he did give his he did new do that. Group. Yeah, he did give the Emperor his new group. But no, no, Jar Jar was the one who did tell everybody, "I'm giving. I think we should give emergency powers to the pal- Chancellor. To the Chancellor, yeah. and that that ended up kind of setting forth." everything really so Mm -hmm. you can kind of go that route that that's what was supposed to happen but then if you really look you notice Jar Jar in the second and third movie is just like nothing so what was like did you think there was more to Jar Jar than there was like there should have been more like what do y'all think for me it feels kind of like well on the original trilogy George Lucas was the director, the creator, but he had a lot of kind of just people also giving their own opinions and helping and and telling them this didn't work, that didn't work. And then, of course, in the end, we find out that Marcia Lucas was very instrumental Mm -hmm. in cutting the film together. But on the prequels, there was not that same collaboration. He was like the emperor. Yeah. Yeah. It was, this is how we're going to do it. I did the original trilogy. Proof is there. I can make a great trilogy, and and then he had just, yeah, then he had Rick McCollum there going yeah. yes, yes. It felt like there were a yes. whole lot more yes men around him. Yes. Yeah, you want some more money? I got yes. some more money for you. <laughs> Here you keep keep doing it, keep going. Because yeah, like we just said, you look at the cast. I mean, you have Natalie Portman, Hayden Christensen is coming off of acclaimed roles, and it's and that's the love story you got. Yeah, I mean, you've got Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. You've got Ewan McGregor. I mean, you've got a 
just a and then, and then, bang and, up cast. And then man. you had Qui Gon. And then you had Liam Neeson. Right. Liam Neeson was in a Star Wars yeah. movie. A lot, a lot of people think Liam Neeson just came out of nowhere with The Taken and all these other movies. No, no, no man. Qui Gon. No, he was Qui Gon Jinn for me. And then right. I went back and and then that's a crazy thing. If you look, he was in Schindler's List like before. Right. Like, so which means Schindler's List was this huge acclaimed film. This movie, and I think he was even nominated for an Oscar for that film. Yeah. And then when the cast was announced, Liam Neeson is our main character. Oops, sorry, of the new Star Wars movie. How crazy did people like react? Like, oh my gosh, that's a that's an amazing cast. Yeah. And then the movie came out, and George Lucas told the story completely differently than what we thought was going to happen. So is it a mistake that he did it, or was he saying this is the movies I wanted to make? Like, I mean, that's that's the ultimate Yeah, what question. was his mindset? Like, what was his mindset? Was he, was he just going to do what he wanted and he didn't care about what anyone said? Or was he actually thinking that Jar Jar was going to be beloved? I don't know. I mean, it's... That's, that's just how it feels, yeah. to me at least, is that he was like, dude, people are going to eat this floppy-eared amphibian <laughs> up. And, the you know, the world just kind of revolted on him. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you watched episode one? Uh, probably in the last six months. What about you? It's been years uh, for me. I, I haven't seen episode one in a long time. It's probably been years for me just to sit down and say, oh, I'm going to watch episode one. I think we should go back and maybe watch it again. Just, like, after but all I will say years, this. Okay, what you got? It is my favorite prequel. It, really? It beats two and three. You're crazy. Three's way better. Why? I don't why, think, why? Well, three, why? Well, to me, three should have been way better, but three was... It couldn't live up to the hype in my brain, you know. There was no way. So I, because I'd been growing up thinking about this duel, and it just didn't live up. So from the duel between Obi Wan and Anakin, did, yeah, it didn't did not live up. up. To you. No. Yeah, remember I, I even said Y'all like it's, it, it's in my top ten favorite moments of all time in Star Wars. But in the end, I, in my head, it was completely different than what I what we got. Y'all are insane. Y'all it, are it both was, insane. You have to admit it, it was very very stylized. It was very very. It was so fast. There wasn't as much emotion going into a lot of it. Whereas opposed to when you see Adam Driver fighting Daisy Ridley there in, in Force Awakens, I was like, whoa, man. Like, I can. That's, that's what I love in a Star Wars fight when you just see, like, each swing is just boom, boom. Whereas in the prequels, the fights were great, but you can tell it was just like boom, boom. Like, each move right. had to be like here, 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 here. And you can tell it was really, really like. Kind of staged, if you may, which it was. But I mean, they're all they're all staged. <laughs> they're they're not real life. But but I believe you though. I, I mean, I believe you. I, I agree with you though. Or it was like it wasn't that fight didn't wasn't what I thought it was. It was, was really be. nice, but it wasn't what as grand because we were all wait. This was the moment. This was the biggest this moment. Is what we were all waiting for, and like that the the trailer they had where they're swinging and they, that one clash mm-hmm. it's like oh my gosh what else is going to happen or no <laughs> that's it that's all that happened we get that little like swing on the rope they hit lightsabers then it cut to something else and it came back and yeah but but i i read the novel cuz i was crazy uh, <laughs> when the before the movie came out they had like the thick novel which think about it now they they do that oops sorry guys <laughs> they uh they release the novels like later now. Yeah, they release them afterwards, but but when the, before these movies, the the prequels, they were like, here, here's the read it, read it, read it. Um, and so I read the for, the Last Jedi, that's watch the Revenge of the Sith <laughs> um, no, novel, and it and in the book it was so fantastic how it cut from the Emperor and Yoda to Anakin and, and Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and I was like, my head exploded thinking, wow, this is 
this is what I always wanted to see. And the book, it made it so amazing and epic. I'm watching the movie and I'm like, man, I really don't care about Yoda and Palpatine fighting right now. Because I've seen Yoda already fight Dooku. And yeah, they, they, to, me, to me, I was delighted when I saw that. I was like, wow, they're going to do that. We're, we're yeah, just... yeah. No, no, no. I got, I got pumped. Yeah. But then as the fight went on, I was like, ah, okay. And then the whole, throwing the whole Senate and that all was that. Weird. That was, okay. That was I, weird. I, weird. I, I, I love that. that. I loved, I was into it. I wanted more of that. And then it ends like really quickly. And then Yoda is like, like ah, I quit. I got I to gotta, <laughs> I, I go away. I have to go into exile now. But if you think about Oops. it, all all that happened was Yoda. If Yoda had been just a few feet forward, he wouldn't have flipped over. He could have been able to like flip back, and then the fight could have continued. You know right. I mean? <laughs> but just because he was not where he should have been, and because he fell, I don't think that was a reason for him to be like, I, 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 I lost. Well, dang. It's like no, man. You could have you could have kept going. But then with with um oh you know what else drives me crazy about that Anakin and Obi Wan fight? There's that part where Anakin is choking Obi Wan. Padme. No, no. Oh, with the, his actual, with his hand. actual hand. The lightsaber switches from Anakin's to Obi Wan's, back to Anakin's, back to Obi Wan. As like as they're going down like this, the lightsaber they have in their hand, uh-huh. it switches back and forth between the between both of them. What do you mean it switches back and forth? The, the, con- the continuity was wrong. He and they said on one. He's of, choking on, him, and then he's got him no, no, no. Down they like said this. on one of the scenes when they did it, he had Obi Wan's lightsaber. Oh, when they were doing gotcha. it, and then on another take, the hilt was wrong. The, yeah, and then he gotcha. had Anakin's his own lightsaber. So if yeah, you really cut back, right? if you really watch it, yeah, there's two different lightsabers he's holding in the same scene. Yeah, and I it's like that's that really. <laughs> well, there's a scene similar to that in the Last Jedi, when when Ray's finding a Praetorian guard, and, and the guy had like a weapon, yeah. and he could have just stabbed her in the back and just disappeared. Yeah, yeah. there was another. There was another um, something else that like happened mid. Swing too, right? Yeah, or, like it, it's just it, gone all. Of a yeah, sudden. he goes like this, and it disappears. The hand goes behind her back, and then when he brings the hand up, it's gone. Yeah. And someone asked, I think, Ryan Johnson. And he's like, "Well, that would have been a kill shot." Like, <laughs> yeah, I had to make it disappear. There was another. There was another part in that in that um, in that fight where something happened magically. Because <laughs> if not, then they would have died. And it was one of those things where you were like, "Why did Why did you let the fight go that far until you're watching it and editing, and you're like, oops." He would have totally murdered her. Dang it. So just erase. Nobody's going to notice it. But sure enough, man, somebody zoomed in. And I remember watching that going, oh, man. <laughs> it happens. It happens in movies, even in a Star Wars movie. I mean, look at all the mistakes in the first the first Star Wars movie that George Lucas erased. There's, 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 there's no mistakes in that movie. <laughs> Other than the guy bumping his head on the top of the door. But. So uh, should we get into those pictures we saw this week? Should we uh, Should we jump in? I guess if he wants to, unless anyone has anything else. Uh, I think... Okay. I shaved. Yes. <laughs> That's my <laughs> beard. Uh, I think we should go back... What color lightsaber did you use? <laughs> uh, just an electric razor. And just, <laughs> Damn. It was a vibroblade. <laughs> I, I think we should go back and we should do a commentary on the prequels. I think we should. I think that should be our next couple of podcasts where we go back, rewatch the prequels, give our thoughts as the movie plays, and just... I, and I haven't seen these movies in a while. Like, I've been watching the original ones. I've been watching, you know, 7 and 8 and Rogue One. And I haven't really gone back and watched 1, 2, and 3. So I think uh, maybe we should jump on that here pretty soon. What do y'all What do y'all think? Y'all, y'all game? Sounds good. I'm Sounds down. Good. I'm, always, right. I'm always down to watch Star Wars. <laughs> right? Isn't it great? So this week, uh, should we hit the spoiler alert? Should we, should we do yeah, it? Yeah, hit it. Punch All right. It, All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. So this week... 
uh, some photos were released of leaked photos from the set of episode nine. And the photos were were kind of were really like, I don't know whether they didn't tell us anything. No, there was um, no plot. There was nothing. Really there was, so I don't know why we hit the alarm. But anyways, the <laughs> alarm is there. So the photos showed Finn and Poe on a planet that we don't know. Um, wearing different costumes now, you know, f- fairly different. Almost looked like it could be like a Naboo hillside. Yeah, 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 that's what it looks like. Oh, and then like the grass is like over, over like run now because they haven't, it's they haven't been there in years. I, mean, I don't it wasn't know. Like, I mean, the grass was long. Chancellor Palpatine took care of the upkeep of the. Yeah, you know, so now that he's gone. All now that he's gone, it's it's just grows back. Up, you, know, <laughs> you know how it goes. But uh, he ran a lawn care business on the side. <laughs> and then the uh, the other actress. Uh, there was another actress who Naomi was, yes mm-hmm. she was there as well and there, there, those pictures of her there was a few ladies walking up this hill right. and they were, everything was on this one hill and then on the top of the hill was two horses I mean were two horses uh, two horse wranglers they were also wearing like Star Wars-esque costumes as right. well. And the horses had, like, long horse- hair like Banthas. Like Banthas, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they and uh, if you look really closely, you can see, like, there's gonna, they're going to digitally alter their, their faces. Yeah, they had, yeah, like, they had, like orange tape, yeah. yeah. And then uh, then also chilling there, they had Chewie. He was just sitting in a chair. I yeah, guess. he had his crossbow. Yeah. And then that was, was it. Bowcaster. That was That was all there, there was to this picture. So this whoever took this picture, from what it didn't look like an iPhone picture, it looked like somebody had like a, a camera and they like yeah, zoomed in right. crazy on this telephoto on this thing. Um, what were you? Th- what were your thoughts about it? And I'll tell you what I think because I know y'all, y'all y'all disagree with me. 100%. <laughs> you told us what you think. Yeah, what yeah. you thought. Uh, but uh, I think they are legit. I don't think there's anything. I mean, they're just standard like spy photos, you know. Yeah, I I was kind of wigged out by the horses because other than the stuff on their faces, they didn't look that yeah. unhorse like to me. Yeah. Um, like they were just going to digitally alter. Yeah, I think the face is going to make the difference. But, um, but just... I just thought it was kind of interesting that it was a horse. A horse. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I mean, it didn't. It didn't tell a story, in my opinion. It was just pictures of people on a hill. Yeah, some resistance wearing weird clothes. So, <laughs> yeah. so this is where they they get they disagree with me. I don't think any of it is real. I think I honestly think. Abrams was messing with everybody that day. I think he saw people like camping out, and then he told a couple of the actors go to the other side of the hill and just. And that's where they're probably getting ready there, and the actors were just probably just walking around, just talking this and that, and people were taking pictures because somewhere else in that same location was the actual filming going on with J.J. Abrams. But see, on these productions, time is so precious. Though, do you think they would waste the time? Or say, oh, if you're on a break, go do that. Or, I mean, okay, so here's my thing. Okay, so Abrams, when they were filming Mission Impossible 3, mm-hmm. they were in Rome at the Vatican, right? right? And people knew, it leaked. Tom Cruise has got to be at the Vatican. He's got to be at Rome. And, and so many people got excited. So what did J.J. Abrams do? He was able to hire and get like another side production on another street. And there was women out there in bikinis walking around. And everybody was there watching that because they thought this had to deal with something with the movie. And plus, women in bikinis. Everyone's got to go and watch them. <laughs> okay, so there's but, but then, for But it. then on the other side of the, of the street, they were filming Tom Cruise there at the Vatican doing all the stuff. And it was like, okay, Abrams has done this before. Abrams knows, like, okay, y'all, y'all think you're going to get something, but in reality, it's not really what, what you think it is. So I'm thinking... And plus, if you look at the photos... 
there's nothing happening. There's no the camera crews are kind of just there, but there's really no like big cameras in the shot. No, there's no like there's it's just a couple of things there. So I'm thinking that is just like a preset, if you may. But mm-hmm. on the other side of the hill was where the actual stuff they were filming was taking place at. I think if they were to go the other side, there you'll see J.J. Abrams, actually J.J. Abrams probably with Daisy Ridley, and the rest of the cast filming something else on the other side. And then they told Boyega and Oscar Isaac and uh, Jonas, just, hey, just stand up there and um, we'll make it look like we're filming something, but we can't, we need people to stay over here because we can't, they can't see what we're actually doing on the other side of the hill. So they're like, okay, yeah, sure. Well, so they just yeah. walked around and that was it. Yeah, if if I was JJ, I would mess with people's minds and so I much. Swear to God, I'd stick Daisy doing. Ridley in a black robe and give her a red lightsaber <laughs> and have like phone and pin of uh, phone phone pin. pin. Yeah, <laughs> that's their name. Finn and Poe like Yeah, that's their that's their celebrity couple name. Did I just coin that? Yeah. Oh, so just have them like choking each other. Copyright. Like yeah, just like totally go like off the wall with that stuff. And yeah, that's that's what have I have. Chewie walking around with like one less arm, like it's behind his back. And everybody's like, "Oh my god, Chewie lost his arm!" Like, okay, I honestly think that that's what those pictures are. The yeah. movie's gonna come out. <laughs> it's gonna end. They're gonna be like, "So where were those horses at?" And Abrams gonna be like, "Got you." Like, He's gonna be like, "What horses? What horses? Oh, those things. Yeah, we just somebody had them on the set. We're like, hey, just decorate them and put them up there on top of that hill." Because yeah, there was nothing happening in the scene. Like nothing was going on. Um, but I will say this though, we did. Uh, Finn has blue pants on, right. uh, same as Han. Han has yeah. blue pants, and he actually has a red stripe also going down his pants as well. It's a little, it's a different design, but there is a red stripe going down his pants as well there. So I thought, oh hey, he's wearing. He's like Lando. He likes to wear Han Solo's clothes <laughs> when he's not there. So, um, so yeah, I thought that was pretty cool in the pictures. And then plus, like like Joseph was saying, the horses. Like there's there's nothing that they can do. To make us not be like they're riding horses. Yeah, like Star Wars is way past that now. I think to where the the Banthas, yeah, elephants, we could tell, but they haven't done that since then. They haven't like decorated an animal and been like, oh, this is one of those uh, things in uh, in space that that's not on Earth. It's like, no, that's a horse. Like, no, they're not going to do. That. I don't think Abrams would do that. I don't want to see a space horse. I don't want to see. It. I mean, we got the space horses in space dog horses in, in last in last Jedi yeah, and they fathers. yeah and those were like Star Wars esque enough to where hey those are like our horses but they're not because they're alien right so that was cool whereas this we're gonna be like Chewie's on a horse <laughs> <laughs> why is Chewie riding a horse you know what I mean like I don't know why isn't he eating why is he eating the horse it seems like something he would do I don't buy it I don't well like there's I, a rule I, in Star Wars films you have to have someone ride in a creature mm-hmm. there has to be a deep chasm mm-hmm. and someone has to say that classic line you got a bad feeling so let this. me let me get this straight you have to have someone riding it, riding a creature in a deep chasm. Yeah, they're they're in a deep chasm area. They're on a hill where it's like you can't see. It's like a slope, and well, they're riding. Not a really, a deep chasm. I mean, for for what we can see, I mean, no. we don't. And they have to ride something. It's almost like Abrams was like, "This is what we need in a Star Wars movie." I'm going <laughs> to let them see this is what we're filming in a Star Wars movie. I swear to God, man, I bet you the movie's going to come out, and we're all going to be like. That jerk, man. He got us good. <laughs> he got us good. There was no horse at all in that whole movie. But hey, I'm probably wrong. But just from looking at it, I don't think. I think he's just messing with everybody. I would mess with everyone. Yeah. If I was in charge. 
Oh yeah, Let's I would it. let him take the pictures. We know they're out there. Or like, just get out there. Or he would be like making a video on the set, and then behind him you see a Daisy really practicing with a red lightsaber, <laughs> and then people are like, "Oh my god, you see the they're all Daisy put that like, away." Yeah, he, he turns around and goes like, "Oh god, no wait," and then he like goes back. <laughs> there was another photo that leaked of the Falcon in a, like yeah, a in the forest, forest setting, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was like half built. Mm-hmm. So that so, I buy. That I actually like. Return to Takodana or return to. Wherever, Endor. I want them to go back to Naboo, man. I want to. I want to see Naboo. I, I think, would love to see Naboo. I think. Now. Yeah, I think Naboo sure. would because that's where the Emperor was from, and then with everything that's happening now, it's like that's the only logical place for them to like go and research something. Yeah, for me personally, there still feels like there's a disconnect between this trilogy and the prequels and the prequels. Yes, yes. so very much so. And I think you know. I think he's got a time. Even though we heard Luke say Darth Sidious, which kind of freaked me out. And he also said, um, the yeah, the Jedi Council, like the Jedi yeah. stood around while Darth Sidious and blah, 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 blah. Like that one scene made me go, oh, man. Cool. He knows what happened yeah. in the prequels. <laughs> he watched, I was like, Luke, watched the prequels. Luke watched the prequels. That's amazing. You know, that's all I thought about during that scene. I was like, that's pretty cool. But um, so, yeah, hopefully they go. I want them to go back to Naboo. And I know we talked about how, like, how, how many more films are we going to go until we see another Gungan? Um, what did that be crazy? I think we're going to get a Gungan in it, episode It'd be kind of cool to see, like, an old Jar Jar, like a boss nasty fat old Jar Jar and watch and watch man Jar Jar like ties everything yeah. together Jar Jar is like I, I don't think so and George is like I told you he'd be big <laughs> it's just that, that it's just a picture of thug life the going on George is smiling like I told you guys but I, I think I think we may see Jar Jar in episode 9 as well I, I swear to god I think we're gonna see it the more I think about it the more I think about them going to Naboo it's like they're gonna see Jar Jar and it's gonna, everybody's Maybe. just gonna go. Did you, you saw that one thing where it was like leaked uh, video of episode one, and like it's the it's the it's like the the crawl goes up, the camera pans down, you see the desert, and you see the the terrain there, and then when Finn's supposed to pop up, it's Jar Jar, Misa back, yeah. <laughs> and he hit the theater go, and start yelling. It's so funny. Um, I'm pretty sure they won't do that, but that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> so what else we got? I think that's it. I think that's it too. Yeah. That was a that was a fun podcast. Well, I know uh, last week you guys oh, yeah, took yeah. A, a email from somebody that was asking about what extended universe novels to read. Yes, um, and I was not here last week because of work. Um, <sighs> yeah, how dare they? Right? Yeah, I know. They know I've got important things to do. I have to talk about Star Wars once a week at yeah, least. Yeah, come right? on, guys. Um, so I, I just wrote down a couple of my my favorite uh, series real quick. Um, just so that we could have he whoever it was could have some sort of mm-hmm. a uh, uh, jumping off point. Uh, so the Rogue Squadron series is very very good. Uh, focuses on Wedge Antilles, uh, Tycho Selchu, uh, Wes Jansen, and uh, the whole Rogue Squadron group. Mm-hmm. Really good series. Uh, the last one actually came out right after I believe Disney purchased um, the Lucas. Star Wars yeah. uh, stuff. Not us, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So it, it started, I think, in the '90s and went all the way till you know 2014 or so. And this takes place between uh, this takes place um, after um, after the fall of the emperor. Okay, okay. Um, and goes to what would be you know seven and beyond. Um, <laughs> in in that 
series, there's a book called I Jedi, which I talked about one other time on the podcast. Jedi on the internet? No, it's called I Jedi, <laughs> and it's uh, it's about Corin Horn, because remember, you guys cracked up at his name, Corin Horn, um, and him kind of finding out about his legacy of Jedis and his family. He's a Corellian like Han is, mm. and all sorts. Of, it's interesting stuff. Um, the Han Solo trilogy is really, really good. Uh, kind of takes you through what Solo, the time frame Solo follows, more mm-hmm. or less. Um, you know, a really young Han Solo all the way up until episode four. Nice. Um, if you're looking for something that deals with the prequels, Star Wars Republic Commandos has a lot of the uh, the clone troopers and the commandos that aren't quite ARC troopers. Um going through some really dark stuff in the in the <laughs> middle of war and uh they um actually took a lot of the plot lines from the republic commandos and put them into the clone wars cartoon so it's canon it's not canon but they stole from the commandos oh, books and saying. made them yeah. that's not fair the comet or the cartoon i should say <laughs> and of course shadows of the empire um is the ultimate the ultimate eu book that everyone should read at some point in their lives it's really really good i own that book and i haven't read it yet and a friend of mine actually the the girl who wrote us uh, mary she actually was like i'm reading it again and i was like oh my gosh I, was like, I haven't read it i haven't read it yet um we got we got tons of emails this week uh, from people telling us where they where they listen to us from and like what the, what they're doing listening to us uh, a lot of people driving people working uh, one guy says he does the when he's doing when he's cooking dinner for his daughters he's over there making he's over there listening to our podcast which is pretty I'm like that's pretty, pretty awesome somebody from england also emailed us saying hey i'm listening to y'all over here so thank y'all very much yeah. that's a couple of people from the uk yeah yeah mm-hmm. the uk heck yeah man they're just a couple of miles away from us uh yeah just a, just a few <laughs> it's it's interesting to know that people from around the world are listening to a couple of texan star wars fans yeah but in, in the end we're star wars fans like that's all it is we're we're good star wars fans yeah. i think, I think yeah one of them brought up the idea of um luke actually using or what was the theory uh, qui-gon's green yeah uh, saber crystal yes yes and return of the jedi for luke's saber which makes and, sense yeah it makes a whole lot of sense but uh i don't know if we're ever going to get resolution on that because i know that's been people have kind of talked about that before i mean i mean you, you could think that Lucas himself did that because of Qui-Gon's green lightsaber. And then right. Obi-Wan loses it. Obi-Wan calls it to him. And then when next time we see Obi-Wan, he has a different lightsaber. Like, what happened to Qui-Gon's? Like, did he right. just, like, hold on to it? And then Luke goes back to Tatooine, goes back to Obi-Wan's place, and he's like, holy crap. Like, this thing doesn't work, but the crystal inside is still alive. And that's what he uses. Yeah, maybe at the uh, George Lucas Q&A panel at Chicago Celebration, I'll ask that question. Yes. See what he says. Yeah. Or or George Lucas, can you please answer us that question? Is that, is, <laughs> we know you're listening. We know you're George. listening to George Lucas. Could you please answer it? Is that why you wrote Qui-Gon to have a green lightsaber? <laughs> because if that is, then you are awesome. Uh, I know traditionally there's just really three colors. There's yes. green, blue, and then there's red. And then Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson asked if he could do purple. And then Lucas was, was put his... on the spot on camera, and he was like, we could do purple. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? that did you see that new meme? Uh, it was uh, the Emperor. But then, of course, we have Ahsoka's white light. Yeah, she has the white ones. Yeah, and I think Plo, Plo Koon had a had a, like an orange. She has like an orange light. Uh, that white. was in the EU stuff. It's green. Yeah. In, oh. in the in the new canon. Man, um, I watched. So they they actually explain how the red 
lightsabers come to be in yeah. uh, in both the Ahsoka book, I believe, mm-hmm. and in the comics, right. um, is that the Sith take a kyber crystal and they put it through so much stress that it's actually bleeding. And that's why it pops out red right. because they they they, bleed it. they yeah. bleed it out. They they infuse it with the dark side. Jeez, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty epic. Which that's... is why I believe Ahsoka's is white. If I'm not mistaken, she took one of the ones that was uh, she took an Inquisitor's uh, Kyber crystal out of his lightsaber and then healed it more or less. And because she's not a Jedi, it didn't pick blue or green to turn into it it stayed white because there is some sentience to the kyber crystals in the new canon that's pretty amazing yeah i, I, I never knew that yeah so then why did mace windu get a purple one what did he what did he, Samuel what did he Jackson, do to get a purple why. one no no i was gonna say did you see that meme where it's like uh, the emperor saying have you ever heard the story of darth plagueis uh have you ever heard yeah, the the tale of darth plagueis the wise or whatever and then it's samuel jackson going or mace windu saying well have you ever read ezekiel 2517 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the best comeback ever. But um but yes, uh thank you all for listening to our podcast, uh for watching our videos. Um tune in next week we have another awesome topic and give us a comment. Uh let us know how we're doing if you like us. I mean Yeah, we're on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just, yeah, just just look up Star Wars stuff podcast, you'll find us. We'll we're, we're going to be there. And uh like up this video as well on YouTube and uh subscribe. And thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Always.